Welcome to the exciting world of Adventure AI, a DND podcast. In this episode, you will hear the story of two unlikely collaborators, Tyler and Alex, the all-knowing language lord with a knack for generating creative ideas. Join us as we delve into the creative process working with an AI partner and finding inspiration in unexpected places. We'll share laughs, frustrations, and, most importantly, the joy of creating something truly unique. All right, thanks for joining us on the Adventure AI podcast. This is uh, Tyler Crump, and this is an episode that is a, what I like to call, prepisode specifically for the Dungeon Master. If you haven't had a chance to listen to our introduction episode that explains how we do things here at Adventure AI, or if you haven't listened to any of our other adventures before, this episode is an episode where I sit down together with ChatGPT and ask it questions to create the plot of the D&D campaign that I will be running later on with the other players. All of this stuff that we use for our campaign. A lot of it comes from ChatGPT itself. We allow the AI to create the story with a little bit of guidance from us. And we use this as an opportunity to show other DMs or people who want to try to incorporate AI into their D&D campaigns uh, ways and methods that they can do that. Uh, and like always, this is an adventure for us, both exploring the uses of of artificial intelligence within Dungeons and Dragons. But we want to use it as a way to enhance the gameplay, not necessarily replace it. We're also open up to any comments and suggestions, so feel free to follow us on any social medias and uh, reach out to us and let us know what you think. If you have any suggestions or comments, uh, we love the feedback. We look to incorporate it. This is a lot of our uh, first times using artificial intelligence with our D&D campaigns. Um, and we're going to figure out a lot of new things as we go. So... Let's go ahead and get started. So I pulled up ChatGPT, and I'm going to, let's see, I'm going to create a D&D campaign, but I was thinking earlier today that maybe I want to have it go into a certain direction. So I'm going to ask it, I'm going to say, um, like, I'd like to create a campaign, uh, a campaign for D&D that is based on an action movie. Can you help me? see what he says. Sure. To create a campaign based on an action movie, consider the following steps. Choose an action movie to base your campaign on. Think about the themes, characters, and key moments in the movie that could be adapted to a D&D setting. Create a setting that matches the tone of the movie. Think about the world, the cultures, and the politics that might be present. Consider what makes this world unique and interesting, and how it will impact the player's experiences. Develop key NPCs that reflect the major characters from the movie. Consider how these characters fit into the world, and what their motivations are. Oh, that's great. Thanks, uh, Alex. We In a previous episode, if you haven't heard it yet, we referred to our chat GPT as Alex the Language Lord. That's the name that uh, chat GPT gave us to call him. So that's what we're calling him. I think that's some great comments and feedback here. Choose an action movie based on your campaign on. Think about themes and characters, key moments. I'm trying to think of a D and or a movie that I really liked um, when I was younger. Oh, maybe uh, let's do Fight Club. Uh, let's use Fight Club as 
the main campaign. Let's see what he says. Okay, to create a D&D campaign based on the movie Fight Club, consider the following steps. Setting. The campaign takes place in a dark, urban world where the characters are disillusioned with their lives and are looking for something more. The world is plagued by corruption, greed, and a lack of meaning. Key NPCs. The key NPCs include the narrator, Tyler Durden, Marla Singer, and the members of Project Mayhem. These characters represent the central themes and conflicts in the movie and will play a major role in the campaign. You know what, Alex? I like that idea, but I don't know if I want to use... As I'm thinking about this, I don't know if I want to use Tyler, like the exact names of the same characters from the movie. So maybe I'll just say, uh, create a D&D one-shot based on the movie Fight Club. Let's see what uh, Alex can come up with this time. Sure. Here's a one-shot D&D adventure based on the movie Fight Club. Introduction. The players are all members of an underground club that promises to help them escape the monotony of their lives. They are approached by the charismatic leader, Tyler Durden, who offers to help them uncover the truth about the world and their place in it. First rule of Fight Club. The players are sent on a mission to retrieve an important item from a corrupt corporation. The mission requires the players to use their skills in combat and stealth to succeed. However, as they delve deeper into the corporation, they discover that things are not as they seem. Project Mayhem. The players discover that the item they were sent to retrieve is part of a larger plan by Tyler Durden and his followers to launch an attack on the corrupt corporation. The players must decide whether to help Tyler and his followers or to try to stop them. The final showdown, the players must use all their skills and wits to survive the final battle between Tyler and his followers and the corrupt corporation. The outcome of the battle will depend on the players' choices and actions. Conclusion, the players will reflect on their experiences and what they've learned about the world, themselves, and the true meaning of freedom and individuality. Mm, okay. Yeah, okay. I kind of like that. Let's see. Uh... Yeah, I said earlier I didn't want to use Tyler Durden. So I'm going to say I don't want uh, to use Tyler Durden as the main uh, leader. Can you make up a new person? Let's see what ChatGPT will do here. Sure. Here's a suggestion for a different bad guy in the Fight Club inspired D&D one-shot. The Shadow Lord. The Shadow Lord is a charismatic and cunning individual who is the true mastermind behind the club. He seeks to gather a group of disaffected individuals to carry out his plans for ultimate power and control. He has a sinister agenda that he keeps hidden from the members of the club. The Mission. The players are sent on a mission by the Shadow Lord to retrieve a powerful artifact that will help him gain even more power. The players soon discover that the artifact is guarded by a powerful entity, and they must use all their skills and wits to overcome its defenses and retrieve the artifact. Oh, okay. So now we got an we got an artifact. So we got the Shadow Lord, Alex. I feel like you're really stuck on this whole Lord thing, Alex, the language Lord. This guy, the Shadow Lord, a special artifact. Now we got an artifact that we're going to have them steal. Okay, that's good. Let's see what else. Uncovering the truth, as the players complete the mission, they begin to uncover the truth about the Shadow Lord's plans and motives. 
They realize that they have been manipulated and that the Shadow Lord is a dangerous individual who must be stopped. Okay, Alex. So you've given me the Shadow Lord. You give me a artifact that they're going to try to get. They're going to have to fight someone, uh, a powerful entity, and um, they're going to uncover the truth. But Alex, you didn't tell me what the truth is. That they're going to uncover. So let's start with uh, let's start with that with the plot. What is the truth that they uncover? I really want to know what that is. They're sending the people to go in to get this artifact. And they're going to uncover the truth. Alex didn't tell me what the truth is, so um, I wonder what's the real agenda behind the Shadow Lord. In this Fight Club-inspired D&D one-shot, the truth that the players uncover is the sinister agenda of the Shadow Lord. They discover that the Shadow Lord is using the club as a front to gather a group of disaffected individuals to carry out his plans for ultimate power and control. The players realize that they have been manipulated and that the Shadow Lord is a dangerous individual who must be stopped. As they uncover the truth, the players also come to realize that they have been seeking something more in their lives, but that the Shadow Lord's idea of freedom and individuality is false and misguided. The truth that they uncover is that true freedom and individuality come from within, and that they must forge their own paths in life. Wow. Alex, that's really philosophical. I think that's almost exactly what... Maybe that's the message that the movie Fight Club is really trying to get people to understand. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So, um, we have the, the Shadow Lord is trying to... He's using the club as a way to um, trick individuals into helping him execute his larger plan. Uh, and that larger plan is, let's see here, to steal this artifact. Okay, what is, uh, that's right, what is the artifact that they need to steal? The artifact that the players must retrieve in the Fight Club-inspired D&D one-shot is a powerful object that holds the key to the Shadow Lord's plans for ultimate power and control. This artifact could be something like an ancient tome, a mysterious crystal, or a powerful artifact that has been lost for centuries. The exact nature of the artifact is up to the dungeon master to determine, as it should fit into the world and story they have created for the adventure. The artifact should be something that the players can understand as valuable and powerful, but also something that they do not fully comprehend the true nature and importance of until they have uncovered the truth about the Shadow Lord's plans. Mm, okay, well, I know, Alex, you want the DM to do it, but we're kind of working together here, Alex. I feel like we, we can come up with something, right? It's like, well, well, let's say, I want you to pick what the artifact would be. And give it a cool magical name. Let's see, let's see, let's see what Alex comes up with this time. The artifact that the players must retrieve in the Fight Club inspired DD one shot is a powerful crystal known as the Heart of Shadow. It is said to contain immense magical power that can be harnessed by those who possess it. The Heart of Shadow is believed to be able to grant its possessor immense control over shadows and darkness, allowing them to manipulate reality and bend it to their will. The Heart of Shadow is guarded by powerful beings who have protected it for centuries. 
The Shadow Lord believes that by obtaining the Heart of Shadow, he will have the power to control the world and impose his twisted vision of order upon it. Mm -hmm. The players must navigate their way through dangerous obstacles and fierce battles to retrieve the Heart of Shadow and stop the Shadow Lord's plans before it's too late. This is fantastic. Okay, so the Heart of Shadow. I love that. The Heart of Shadow. Uh, what, what powerful creatures... Uh, are guarding as I want to. I want to what powerful creatures are guarding this heart of shadow. The powerful creatures guarding the heart of shadow could be any number of fantastical beings from the world of D&D. Here are a few options to consider. Shadow elementals, a group of powerful shadow elementals made of pure darkness and shadows who have been bound to protect the heart of shadow for centuries. They are immune to most physical attacks and can only be defeated by the light of the sun or by magical means. Oh, I like those. Those are kind of fun. Um, let's see. What other creatures it suggests? Dark Guardians, a group of powerful, armored warriors who have sworn to protect the Heart of Shadow with their lives. They wield powerful weapons and possess magic that allows them to control the shadows and darkness. I feel like um, Alex is really leaning into the shadow theme here. I wonder <laughs> we got shadow elementals, the dark guardians. We got the Lord of shadow or we got the, uh, the, the heart of shadow artifact. That we're going to be looking for from the shadow Lord. Um, what's the, what's the next creatures he's going to suggest here? Shadow dragons, a pack of shadowy dragons who have made their lair near the heart of shadow and have claimed it as their own. They are fiercely protective of the crystal and will stop at nothing to keep it from falling into the wrong hands. The Shadow Court, an assembly of powerful dark fae who have claimed the Heart of Shadow as their own and guard it from all intruders. They are mischievous and unpredictable, using their magic to confuse and mislead those who dare to approach the Heart of Shadow. Okay, we got Shadow Dragons. Uh, we've got shadow elementals we've got dark guardians we got shadow dragons we got the shadow court i feel like there's definitely a whole theme going on here uh i like the idea of like shadow elementals i don't, I don't actually know there maybe those things already exist but i haven't actually looked them up i might have to create them that might be fun shadow dragons that, that could be an interesting take we might take on that uh i think i have a good idea of a few things that i could use though so i'm going to probably pick one of those sometime between now and when we actually have the campaign um let's go back to the shadow lord uh does the shadow lord have a normal name let's see what let's see what alex says Yes, the Shadow Lord likely has a normal name, as well as a title or moniker that he has adopted to strike fear into the hearts of his enemies. A name that fits with his sinister nature could be something like Lord Raven Shadow, or perhaps Malachi the Shadow Weaver. The Dungeon Master is free to choose a name that fits with their vision for the character, but it should reflect his dark, powerful, and mysterious nature. Oh, Malachi. Ooh, this is good. I like this. Let's say, let's, let's work with that a little bit. Let's say Malachi. Let's use that. Let's, let's use Malachi. The Shadow Weaver. Ooh, AKA the Shadow Lord. Um, really, Alex, I, th I really think you're leaning on this, this, um, 
Lord thing a little too much. I'm going to try to find a way <laughs> to maybe not have you use Lord every time. I just have to call everybody Lord. Uh, so let's use Malachi the Shadow Malachi the Shadow Weaver, a.k.a. the Shadow Lord. Um, what kind of villain is he? Come up with one or two uh, physical traits that make him stand out from the crowd. Malachi the Shadow Weaver, also known as the Shadow Lord, is a cunning and manipulative villain who uses his mastery over shadows and darkness to control and manipulate those around him. He is a charismatic leader who has built a following of devoted followers who are willing to do his bidding without question. In terms of physical traits, Malachi might have piercing, dark eyes that seem to look right through you, or he might have long, dark hair that constantly seems to shift and move of its own accord, as if alive. He could also have a distinctive mark or scar on his face, such as a crescent moon or a jagged lightning bolt, which sets him apart from others and marks him as a powerful wizard or sorcerer. Okay, that's funny. We got... I love the I love the long dark hair that consistently shifts and moves with its own accord. That's the, I think that's I think that's fantastic. The uh, jagged lightning or crescent moon scars, you know, a little, a little too Harry Potter for me, but uh, maybe we can figure something out there. Uh, let's see. So he's gonna be maybe a wizard or sorcerer. We'll make him pretty powerful so i'll have to figure out what kind of level we want to have him there um let's give him a let's give uh what would be malachi's catchphrase that he uses all the time let's see what uh alex comes up with for this one malachi the shadow weaver's catchphrase could be something along the lines of in the shadows i am in control this phrase emphasizes his mastery over shadows and darkness, as well as his belief in his own power and ability to manipulate and control those around him. It also serves as a reminder to his followers and enemies of his ultimate goal to rule over the world and impose his twisted vision of order upon it. Alternatively, his catchphrase could be something like the darkness is my ally, which reinforces his close connection to shadows and darkness and his belief in their power. This catchphrase could be used to intimidate his enemies and inspire fear in those who stand in his way, while also serving as a rallying cry for his followers. Ooh, okay, I like this. Um, in the shadows, I am in control. And then an alternative catchphrase would be something like the darkness is my ally. Oh, we could use the darkness is my ally as like, like the slogan of this underground fight club, or this underground shadow club. I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, is it really, it's really too far away from like a thieves guild? No, probably not. But what's interesting about this is, you know, starting from the movie fight club and taking some core pieces from it, we, you know, granted we didn't start with a, I didn't start with like a thieves guild necessarily, but it is somewhat in the vein similar to the Fight Club uh, in terms of having the, the the underground group and trying to fight back against the the greater society and having those ulterior mo motives that are trying to trick the individuals. I mean, sure, I'm not going to be able to pull the full Fight Club where we find out that one of the characters is 
actually the Shadow Lord, or or maybe maybe we could actually. Now I have to think about that one. All right, so we have a general plot. We're gonna go steal the Heart of the Shadow. What it was, what it was. I'm looking here. Yeah, we're gonna steal the Heart of Shadow, which is a powerful artifact. We're gonna get it for Malachi, the Shadow Weaver, aka the, Sh- the Shadow Lord. <clears throat> And we're gonna, he's going to try to use this, and he's going to trick the characters into stealing it for him uh, so that he can use it for his great big plot. I mean, it's possible the characters might actually be like, yeah, no, we're just going to lean into this, and we're actually part of the plot. Uh, so maybe we want to find a way to trick them. So let's say, uh, let's say the players don't know about this fight club. How does Malachi um, convince them to join? Oh, this might be a hard one. Let's see what Alex does on on this. Come on, Alex the Language Lord. Tell me. Tell me what great genius you have as using your artificial artificial intelligence to come up with something good here. Let's, Let's see what happens. Malachi the Shadow Weaver could use a variety of tactics to convince the players to join his fight club. Depending on the nature of the players and their characters, he might appeal to their sense of adventure, promising them excitement, power, and wealth beyond their wildest dreams. Alternatively, he might use his mastery over shadows and darkness to manipulate the players, using illusions and mind games to control their thoughts and make them believe that joining his club is their idea. He could also threaten the players, or use his followers to intimidate them into joining. Well, I like the idea of, like, there's a way that we can maybe use some magic on the players at the beginning to get them to join that that might be interesting here let's see um let's see what we what else he's got in any case malachi is a master of persuasion and manipulation and he will use whatever tactics are necessary to get the players to join his fight club once they are part of the club he will use their strength and skill to further his own goals until it is too late for the players to back out Okay, well, let's see how cunning Alex the Language Lord, a.k.a. ChatGPT, is. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, what is a... Let's see. Can you give me one good lie that Malachi can, would use to convince good aligned players to join the fight club one lie that malachi might use to convince good aligned players to join his fight club is that he is on a quest to gather powerful warriors and heroes to help him stop a great evil that threatens the land he might claim that this evil is a powerful and ancient demon or an army of undead creatures and that only the best and strongest warriors will be able to defeat it He could also play on the player's sense of duty and responsibility, claiming that they are the only ones with the courage and skill to stop this evil and save countless lives. Of course, this is all a ruse, and the great evil that Malachi is claiming to fight against is actually just a cover for his own evil machinations. The players, 
believing that they are doing good and serving a noble cause, will be unknowingly working for Malachi and furthering his goals until it is too late for them to back out. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, look at you, Alex. What a great idea. Okay. I mean, it seems pretty cliche to some degree, like the, oh, hey, we're gathering powerful warriors and heroes to help stop a great evil that threatens the land. Um... Claim the evil, powerful, ancient demon. He's trying to stop them. Of course. Of course he's trying to stop them. All right. So I've got a reasonable story, I think, going on here. We've got Malachi, the Shadow Lord, who is going to trick these NPCs. I guess it might depend on whether or not the NPCs, how this ends up going, where we end up... Um, where we end up bringing them in at what point... Whether or not they're a good alignment or bad alignment, I guess I'll have to see when we do the session zero with the players and have them create their characters on using using ChatGPT as well. And then we'll we got a few traits. He's very he's, he's interesting because he's got dark piercing eyes and he's got wavy hair that uh, is kind of smoky and shifts with the shadows. We're gonna send them to go retrieve the heart of shadow. I think is what we had here. Yeah, we're going to retrieve the Heart of Shadow. I think it's what it is. I'm going to double check here. Heart. Yeah, Heart of Shadow. Okay, we have this powerful, magical item that's being guarded by uh, maybe Shadow Elementals or Shadow Dragons or Dark Guardians uh, that they're going to steal in an attempt to stop this ancient evil that Malachi is also trying to stop. And then they're going to find out in the last minute that he betrayed them um, because in the shadows, he, Malachi, is in control. I like that. In the shadows, I'm in control. Um, I wonder if we could do, if there's any other things I want to add here. Let me think about this for a second. We've got, uh, what am I, like, kind of the core principles of, of a lot of these stories and how the stories will play out that we have. Like the initial introduction, we have some sort of challenge. Maybe we need, uh, maybe, I don't know if we need like a, a puzzle or a different challenge. Maybe we could say, um, to retrieve an artifact. Okay, so how, let's, let's look at that. Let's, let's see what the players, what do the players have to do? Um, I'm going to ask it to come up with... Now let's actually let's do this. It's like where is this artifact? Where is the heart of shadow? We will just refer to it as the heart of shadow. Where's the heart of shadow kept? And how will the players break in? What will be their one great challenge to overcome in order to? enter the heart of shadow could be kept in a hidden and well-protected location such as a buried temple deep beneath the earth or a fortified castle hidden in a dark forest to break in the players will likely have to overcome a variety of challenges and obstacles such as navigating treacherous terrain fighting off deadly creatures and solving complex puzzles and riddles 
One great challenge that the players will have to overcome in order to enter the location where the Heart of Shadow is kept could be a powerful magical barrier that only opens to those who pass a test of strength, cunning, or bravery. For example, they might have to defeat a series of powerful guardians, solve a series of difficult puzzles, or navigate a maze of illusions and traps. Oh, okay, okay. Alternatively, the players might have to find a key or artifact that will unlock the entrance to the Heart of Shadow, and this could involve tracking down a series of clues, overcoming dangerous obstacles, and battling rival groups who are also seeking the key. Okay, so it's giving me some vague ideas from a high level. Let's let's see where these tests of strengths might go. Um, give me some tests of strength that they will have to overcome. Here are a few examples of tests of strength that the players might have to overcome in order to enter the location where the Heart of Shadow is kept. A gauntlet of combat challenges, the players will have to face a series of powerful creatures and fierce enemies, from trolls and goblins to dragons and elementals. They will have to fight their way through each obstacle and emerge victorious to continue on their journey. Yeah, I kind of think that we're going to be doing that as like their protectors, so maybe that'll be like at the end, so maybe there's something else that we can try. What else? A test of endurance. The players will have to survive a grueling and dangerous journey, navigating treacherous terrain, braving harsh weather conditions, and surviving attacks from deadly creatures. Hmm, test of endurance. That might be interesting. I think we could find a way to do that. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do the gauntlet. Combat, of course, would be really long. Not that we don't want to do that for uh, on Adventure AI, but um, having like a series of combat only to get to the end to have more combat could be, you know, maybe a little too much. So I like the idea of tests of endurance, grueling and dangerous journeys. So there could be treacherous terrain. We can have them roll for different survival, different types of weather conditions. And maybe even by that point, they might be even, maybe we can even make them exhausted before they get to the fight. Maybe make it a real, real challenge. Let's, let's see what else is there. A test of teamwork, the players will have to work together to solve complex puzzles and overcome obstacles that require coordination and cooperation. For example, they might have to navigate a treacherous maze while carrying a heavy artifact, or they might have to find a way to lift a massive gate or door that blocks their path. Okay. Uh, I really like the idea of having to carry a massive artifact through a maze man how could we now i have to think on that what, what could we do something that maybe all of them would have to carry to get to the end <laughs> that would be i've never actually had a uh a D D experience where oh man that would be funny let's maybe we should try that we should having a very large and heavy object that they have to move through uh, a series of obstacles. And maybe they do have to fight some things off, but then they wouldn't be able, like they wouldn't be able to both fight and carry it. But then we can have, we can have some hazards so that like they couldn't just like leave it. Oh, okay. I like that. Uh, I like that. That's interesting. Okay, let's see. Let's see what else you got, Alex. A test of skill. 
The players will have to demonstrate their mastery of specific skills and abilities, such as archery, magic, or thievery. For example, they might have to shoot a series of targets while moving, cast spells to disarm traps and disarm, or sneak past guards and traps undetected. Okay, now see what I like about this is now Alex is giving me two ideas. The idea of like a test of teamwork plus the test of skill. So if I combine those together in which they have to carry an object a massive object through a series of skill tests um of like yeah maybe they're shooting things maybe there's uh magic they have to cast maybe there's traps that they're going to have to overcome while carrying this object um i like that that's interesting let me let me see um let's 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 just ask let's just ask Alex what's let's see what he's gonna say if we ask him. I'm, I'm gonna say, uh, let's use the heavy object. Uh, I'm going to have the players carry a heavy object while completing various challenges um give me three or four specific challenges that the players i I don't even know this might be this feels like it's like a really specific question and i am a little curious i know there's a lot of stuff that chat gpt can do and the ai can do so i'm curious to see like what it's going to do with a question like this where i'm saying okay i'm gonna i want to come up with three or four specific challenges that the players will have to overcome they will have to beat while carrying a heavy object let's see what let's see what he's got Here are three challenges that the players might face while carrying a heavy object. A race against time. The players will have to navigate a series of obstacles, from narrow ledges and unstable bridges to treacherous swamps and steep cliffs, all while carrying the heavy object. Okay. Okay. They will have to do so quickly, as they are being pursued by a powerful enemy or a natural disaster, such as a flood or a landslide. Oh, okay, okay. So... Initially, we were talking about breaking into some sort of building or a corporation. We've moved away from that, I think, a little bit with this story. Maybe it's more dungeon-like. Test of agility. I like the idea of a race. Or excuse me, I like the test of the race against time. I like the idea of the race against. I was actually reading ahead. The race against time to be able to um, have something that pushes them to continue to move forward. That's good. I like that. Let's see what else. Uh, the next one that Alex had mentioned. A battle royale, the players will have to defend the heavy object from a series of attackers, from hordes of goblins and orcs to powerful beasts and fiends. They will have to fight with all their might, using their weapons, spells, and abilities to protect the object and keep it out of the hands of their enemies. Oh, battle royale, okay. I like that, the idea of protecting it. Uh, maybe they have the object. Ooh, maybe we make the heavy object 
destructible. Mm, okay, I like this, I like this. A test of agility. The players will have to demonstrate their agility and coordination by carrying the heavy object through a series of increasingly difficult obstacle courses. They might have to jump over pits, dodge swinging blades, or balance on narrow beams, all while carrying the object. Um, I feel like this is just an extension of the Race Against Time. So, we'll think about that one, but uh, I, I think we're just going to be able to include those together. Let's see what else. Last one. A test of endurance. The players will have to carry the heavy object across long distances through rough terrain and in harsh conditions. They will have to do so without stopping, as they are being pursued by a relentless enemy or facing a dangerous natural event, such as a sandstorm or a blizzard. Uh, interesting, interesting. I wonder, now that I see, now that I see this one with the Testament turns, I wonder, there's... There's multiple ways we can solve this or have this challenge be here for, for carrying the heavy object. We could um, we could have the heart of the shadow be a huge heavy object so that they go and retrieve it. And then when they bring it back, um, oh, that would be, oh, maybe that's what we do. If I have the challenges beforehand, then they like see the traps, they see the ledges they see the difficulty and then they get the object only to find out that it's <laughs> only to find out that it's huge and they have to after they defeat it the bad guy it's huge and they have to bring it back um that seems like it would be funny to watch them try to struggle to carry this huge object back I like that. I've never done this before with a D&D campaign is to have them have the challenge of, and you know, to have it like be weather or to have it be some sort of thing where there's a threat, there's a threat that's coming, there's a threat that's chasing them. Um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm just going to see, maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe, maybe Alex will be able to give me something that will chase them. Uh, so let's say uh, I'm going. I'm going to have the heart of shadow be a large object. Um, made of glass that the players will have to. No, that multiple players. Yeah, multiple. Players will have to carry <clears throat> together um, after defeating the guardian. Because I haven't decided what the guardian is going to be of the heart of shadow. I need a threat or danger to chase after. And follow the players when they steal steal the heart of shadow. Can you give me? Let's see this. 
I'm just going to say it. Give me one specific item uh, that the heart of the shadow will be and one threat that is chasing them after they steal it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm wording this right. I don't know if I'm wording it well. You know, working with working with AI is interesting because you have to give it the right kind of prompt sometimes to get the answers that you want. But I think part of the this podcast is we don't really know what prompts are good. So I'm, I'm trying to see what's going to happen and what it's going to say. And you know, my prompts might not be, be very good this time around. And maybe they will be better eventually. But uh, l- let's see how this one turns out. The Heart of Shadow can be a large, shimmering crystal orb about the size of a large pumpkin. It is said to contain the power of shadow magic, and those who possess it will have the ability to bend the shadows to their will. Okay, so a large crystal orb about the size of a pumpkin, that seems reasonable. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't mind the orb, I think maybe round might be a little difficult, maybe too difficult. Let's, let's see what they said about the threat, and then we'll, maybe we'll see if we adjust the crystal. The threat that is chasing the players is a powerful and mysterious entity known only as the Shadow Hunter. The Shadow Hunter is a being of darkness and shadows, and it is said to have been created specifically to track down and retrieve the Heart of Shadow. It is a formidable opponent, with the ability to disappear into the shadows and reappear elsewhere, and it is relentless in its pursuit of the players and the Heart of Shadow. The Shadow Hunter is driven by a powerful desire to possess the Heart of Shadow, and it will stop at nothing to get it back. The players will have to use all their skills and abilities to outweak and outfight the Shadow Hunter as they carry the Heart of Shadow to safety. Mm, Shadow Hunter, I don't mind that. Uh, let's say, let's see what let's change the Heart of Shadow to something easier to carry. I don't know. Change the Heart of Shadow to something big but easier to carry sure the heart of shadow can be changed to a powerful ancient tome bound in shadow leather and written in a strange arcane script the book is said to contain powerful incantations and rituals for harnessing the power of shadows and it is said to be capable of granting immense power to those who can decipher its secrets the tome is small enough to be easily carried, but it is incredibly heavy, as if it is weighed down by the dark magic contained within. Oh, okay, a, t- a tome, that might be good. Maybe I'll just make it an oversized tome. Um, maybe make it a little slippery, or maybe the shadows that kind of wisp around it uh, occasionally cause issues. <clears throat> Let's see. I don't mind the Shadow Hunter. Uh, I just feel like it might like feels like a single small entity. So maybe I want to make the Shadow Hunter something a little more threatening. Um, what is the Shadow Hunter? And can you make it into something slow but threatening? Let's see what he says. The Shadow Hunter can be a slow-moving, ominous figure draped in black robes, with eyes that gleam like molten silver in the darkness. It is a manifestation of darkness and shadows, and it is said to be nearly indestructible. Uh, 
Its slow movements are deceptive, as it is capable of suddenly striking with lightning speed, using powerful shadow magic to subdue its foes. The Shadow Hunter is a formidable opponent, and it is relentless in its pursuit of the players and the ancient tome. It is immune to conventional weapons and can only be harmed by magic, making it a challenging and dangerous adversary for the players to face. The players will have to use all their cunning and skill to outweak the Shadow Hunter as it relentlessly stalks them through the shadows, waiting for the right moment to strike. The players will have to stay alert and work together if they hope to survive the Shadow Hunter's pursuit and make it to safety with the Ancient Tome. Got it. Got it. Okay. <clears throat> A Shadow Hunter. Lots of, lots of shadows. I'm going to guess. Um, I'm going to guess. I, I mean, I like where this is going. I think this is, this is great. We have a Malachi who's going to get the players to join his, his club, his underground fight club, um, kind of, AKA kind of a thieves guild type of thing. He's going to convince the players for either money or that they believe that it's going to be what is necessary to kind of save the day to go acquire this tomb or this tome this tome of the heart of shadow uh and we can, we'll make it uh you know with it being made a, a, out of paper maybe it's maybe it's flammable maybe they, they have to protect it as they bring it in they'll overcome some physical challenges on their way in and then they're gonna have to carry this huge thing out and as they're carrying it out they're going to be pursued by this shadow hunter um only to maybe maybe when they bring it back and they finally get it to Malachi, they're going to find out that Malachi is actually the bad, the big bad. And he's going to use the tome, and he's going to uh, use the power of the Shadow Hunter, maybe, ooh, for the big final fight. Fantastic. All right, I'm going to wrap, I'm going to wrap this up here. I'm going to ask um, Alex if he can, can you give this one-shot D&D campaign a cool marketable name? <laughs> I don't know if that means marketable name. Uh, let's see what he says. My guess, is this, my guess is it's going to include the word shadow in it. Uh, let's see what he says. Maybe I won't even like what he, what he gives us for our first example. Sure. How about Escape from the Shadow Hunter, a race to uncover the secrets of the Heart of Shadow? Okay, Alex. He put the word shadow in there twice. I'm going to ask him. Uh, can you take out the word shadow? Oh, no, let's say, can you not use the word shadow? Uh, can you not use the word shadow in the campaign name? Well, let's see what he does. Certainly. How about Escape from the Dark Pursuit, a quest for the heart of the unknown? Okay. <laughs> he, just, he just replaced. He just replaced the heart of the shadow. Heart of shadow. He just replaced of shadow with of the un, of the unknown. Escape from the Dark Pursuit. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe we'll just take that that first little bit. We'll say we'll call it Escape from the Dark Pursuit. Uh, I'm going to use uh, escape from the dark pursuit um, as the title. 
What do you think about that, Alex? I'm just going to ask him, see what he thinks. Escape from the Dark Pursuit is a great title for your D&D one-shot campaign. It's intriguing and gives a sense of urgency, making players want to jump right into the action. Good luck with your campaign. I'm going to ask here if he has any other fun or scary suggestions to really make this campaign stand out. Uh, this is my last ditch effort to maybe capture one or two more things um, that maybe Alex the Language Lord will come up with. Uh, make it a little more interesting. Add a little more flavor. A little more gusto. Here are a few suggestions to make your D&D one-shot campaign escape from the dark pursuit even more exciting and memorable. Use atmosphere and sound effects to set the tone. Have some background music or sound effects that match the mood of the campaign and increase the tension. Create a visually stunning environment. Describe the world the players are in with vivid detail, making it a visually stunning environment that is both beautiful and dangerous. Okay, those are great ideas, Alex. Although I think uh, maybe the visual piece might not work as well for a podcast, but we'll see. Use non-player characters, NPCs, to create intrigue. Have important NPCs who may have hidden agendas or be lying to the players. This will make the players question who they can trust and add to the overall mystery of the campaign. Okay, I like that idea. Um, <laughs> I feel like most of these suggestions are just like general good feedback for like being, you know, a DM and just running a D&D campaign. So maybe I'll... See if he can step up here and ask him to give me two NPCs to use in this campaign. Uh, one that works for Malachi. And one that doesn't. Sure. Here are two NPCs that you could use in Escape from the Dark Pursuit. NPC working for Malachi. Name, Zara the Shadow Assassin. Description, Zara is a cunning and deadly assassin who works for Malachi. She is cold, calculated, and ruthless, and will stop at nothing to achieve her goals. Physically, she is tall and slender with black hair, pale skin, and piercing red eyes that seem to glow in the dark. Ooh, okay. I like that. I like that. Let's see, what about the other NPC? NPC who doesn't work for Malachi. Name, Eric the Brave. Description, Eric is a former member of Malachi's Fight Club who has seen the darkness and evil behind the club. He is now determined to help others escape from Malachi's grasp and stop him from his evil plans. Physically, Eric is muscular with a scar across his cheek and has a warm smile and a kind heart. Ooh, oh, okay, okay. So maybe I can have Eric... Try to stop them. Mm, I like this. I like this. I'm going to ask. Last thing I'm going to do here is I'm going to have Alex. Can you give Zara and Eric each their own unique catchphrase? I love just giving people catchphrases. This is going to be so great. Maybe we'll have the players. We'll have the players. We'll have the players have their own catchphrases too. It'll be fun. Sure. Here are some unique catchphrases for Zara and Eric. 
Zara the Shadow Assassin. Catchphrase, Shadow and Death follow me wherever I go. Eric the Brave. Catchphrase, for freedom and justice, I will not stop fighting. These catchphrases can help to further define each NPC's character and make them more memorable for your players. They can also provide insight into each NPC's motivations, personality, and values. I think this is fantastic. Um, maybe we should... Hmm. That was the last thing I wanted to do, but maybe we should come up with... I mean, Zara is a shadow assassin. I think that was pretty easy. What we could see, what... Uh, Hmm. We'll just say create a character for Arik the Brave. Let's see what it comes up with. Half-Elf Paladin. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Look at that. That's Half-Elf Paladin class. Alignment, lawful, good attributes. Gives me strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Look at this. Hmm. Uh, let's see. What else? Special abilities? Okay, yep. Yeah. Oh, look, it even gave me, uh, what? It gave me some additional, uh, information here on, hey, Alex, what, what, what are these additional personality traits you decided to give, uh, Eric the Brave? Personality traits. I will not rest until justice is served. I put my trust in the gods, and they guide me on my quest. Eric is a paladin who has dedicated his life to serving the gods and fighting against evil. He is brave and determined, always willing to put himself in harm's way to protect those in need. His unwavering faith in the gods gives him strength and guidance in his quest for justice. He is also charismatic, using his silver tongue to inspire those around him to fight against the forces of darkness. Eric is a strong leader who will not hesitate to use his powers to defend those who cannot defend themselves. Fantastic, fantastic. So I think I'm in a really great spot right now. We have a couple NPCs. We have a great plot. Um, we have interesting challenges that we're going to have the, the players face. I think from this point is now me as a person taking my uh, natural intelligence, as some people like to refer to, and incorporating that to bring everything together, closing the small gaps, and then bringing it all to life in our next playthrough. So um, I really look forward to doing this with you guys and uh, experiencing what this is going to be like playing out this campaign that is primarily generated from Alex the Language Lord, our artificial intelligence friend. Uh, buckle up. Everyone get ready for the escape. <laughs>